Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations. You're about to arrive to the right place. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Ellen and Aaron's Sportsbook Yes. Are you ready for it? Now, here is... Good evening. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Really glad to have you listening this evening. Thanks for joining us. We're going to have a great show for you tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun, a lot of things to go over. Did want to let you know that, unfortunately, Aaron couldn't make it tonight, so you have me tonight, but that's okay. We're going to have a great show, and the great thing is, you're always invited here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Feel free to give us a call in at any time at 516-418-5572. Again, that's 516-418-5572. Definitely, we're going to have a great show. It's September 17th, 2021, 9.31 now, Eastern Standard Time Zone. We'll talk a lot of great things. And we'll start with the NFL. We'll go ahead and kick things off from the NFL. I'll go over how the results were a little bit later on the picks, and we're going to go with the the picks of of week two to let you see who we suggest and who we think is going to win. Again, a disclosure, uh, the picks are just for informational purposes, for fun. Please do not go ahead and wager on our picks because if you end up losing, I can almost assure you, Aaron and myself are not going to reimburse you for your losses. But we can help you in a lot of ways, and we're going to do uh, our very best to give you insight on the picks a bit later. We'll discuss a little Major League Baseball, find out what's going on with the first place raise, and uh, go ahead and get you into that. We'll also discuss some of the outlook on Major League Baseball and what the Rays can do to increase attendance, discuss some golf and some boxing. So a lot of things we're going to discuss here tonight. And we'll start with the week one NFL results. I guess I'd have to say the biggest surprise that I had for week one was the lack of passion, desire, willingness from Aaron Rodgers. I did pick the Saints to win the game. And I knew that the Saints were going to come out firing. They usually are a team that traditionally starts off really well. And I just felt as if with their team adding James Woodson behind quarterback, I felt like they were going to have some big big play threats. I didn't know the defense was going to be solid. So I, I know that Aaron's a big Packers fan, but I just kind of knew that the Saints were going to do really well in this game and win the game. Having said that, that wasn't a surprise that they won but it was really the way that the Packers lost. And I was really, really surprised in how Aaron Rodgers was just so lethargic. I was really surprised that he, he acted like a guy from just looking at the game to watching it that really did not have a care in the world. You know, it's one thing if you play poorly, you can kind of get a chance to feel that the guy's doing his best and things are just not working out. I did not get that inclination from Aaron at all. I felt like he was playing poorly. I mean, the defense was solid. Don't get me wrong. The Saints brought the defense. 
but I just felt like Aaron has seen tough defenses. He played against the Bucks, who won the Super Bowl, and that was a top-tier defense, the Bucks last year. And he had a lot more success against that team, the Bucks, in the championship game. But he's also had faith a lot of tough competitors. So you could tell the desire and the passion was there in prior games. But the first game of the season, I was really surprised how lackluster Aaron Rodgers was as far as his performance, his attitude. His, the man acted like he really didn't care. And it's unfortunate because you could tell that the guys on the team really wanted to win. You could see, you know, he was trying to get it to Devontae Adams, and I get it, but Devontae was doing his thing. And it just, it just, when I also mean by him just lackluster, he was just throwing a ball up, just like, hey, throwing up for grabs. You know, it was like, hey, you want it? You want the ball? You're going to have to make a play to get it? It was just chucking it up. I mean, he got away with a couple of balls that were really ill-advised throws where he was getting tackled and he kind of like shuffled the ball. And he got away with those, you know, did his little thing. But if you look at his performance overall, he just did not look a guy that either didn't go to plays because he missed training camp, he was rusty, he just did not have it. And I do expect him to play a lot better against the Detroit. He traditionally does a lot better against the Detroit. So I predict he will come out better, you know, considerably better. But I just, being at the Lions are, are in a transitional period, that's really the only reason why I would give that team the nod, the, the Packers this week. But it's really surprising how Aaron Rodgers really just, Act like he didn't care. I never saw him play like that before. One thing to make bad plays, but to act like you don't care is another thing. We have a call on the line. Let's go ahead and take the call right now. Welcome to the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Allen, is that you? Oh, yes, it is. How you doing, Lou? All right. Uh, great to hear from you. How you feeling today? Okay, I'm going to do the holding up. My teams are holding up, so everything's work. Everything's working well, especially after last night's, uh, you know, Giant Washington game. Oh boy, that was that was you know another great game that uh, started this started the football week. Yeah, that was a great game. It really was. It's, yeah, it's it's really surprising. I mean, is that surprising you that the NFL started just week one, and the games have been, most of them have been very competitive? Are you surprised by how great these games have been? Um, no, no, actually I'm not. I mean, because, you know, last year this time, the games were not great. So, I mean, this year we were due to see some some great games. So, I'm not really surprised at all. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely was a great game. We were due. We were due for great games. Yeah, definitely. So, what did you think about Washington pulling it out? What were your thoughts on the game? That game could went either way. I mean, both teams were evenly matched or dismatched, in the case may be. It, it had to come down to the last, you know, to the last play. I mean, the result itself might have been not what um, people were thinking. You know, it came down on a penalty, and that's what did it. But, you know, that game could win either direction. Yeah, you're right about that. It, it could have went either way. I, I picked Washington to win the game before the game started, and they did. Washington has that 
the defense, and they have that kind of like that it factor. What do you, do you think the Giants have a shot now that they started the season 0-2? No. No, I really don't because – it's very tough to come back from Owen from an Owen two start and to have a winning season. It's been done, but it's been done very rare. Yeah, so you're right. um, you know they got yeah. Even though there's an extra game this year, but uh, they still have to make up a lot. Of, you know they still have to you know get the ball rolling right now. If if they go Owen four, it's going to be very tough. No, you're right. You're absolutely right, Lou. I agree with you 100. percent I mean Owen two is not unobtainable for them to make a push. They are one silver lining is they are playing an easier division, you know, where if you can rattle off a pretty decent record, you have a good shot of winning and making it to the playoffs. But you're absolutely right. You NFL is a feast of famine and you really don't want to go down oh three. I wouldn't say that they're done yet, but I say if you lose no. if you go down oh three, then it's panic mode. Yeah, zero and three. Yeah. yeah, like I said, even though we have an extra game this year, but still, they really have to get their uh, they gotta get the ball rolling. Yeah, you're right, and they gotta get the things going in the right direction. It's nice that at least Saquon Barkley is back. Do you feel as if do you feel positive about his results and his return? Well. Well, that's that's a good sign for Broadway to come back, but you know we got to think about you know uh, Jones and his his performance. I mean, he hasn't really been you know hasn't been much of a good start for him. And I think if Jones doesn't perform well this year, he's gone. Wow, that quick? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's, you know, it started out so promising for him, but you're right. And unfortunately, when you don't get the, the job done at quarterback, there's very little room for error. And um, things are going to change quickly if, if they do. But I'm, I'm glad Saquon Barkley at least back on the field. I know he had a, a very big run. He didn't have a huge game, but it's always encouraging that he's starting to get the wheels turning and he's out there now. Yeah, but like I said, because you know, cause a lot of, a lot of our coaches, you know, when their quarterback is off to a bad start, they uh, you know they don't they don't get much patience for him. Yeah, you're right about that. That's one thing about the NFL. You don't have much patience, and that's a great point you brought up. Is that you know Aaron Rodgers talking about him how poor he did in the first game. I know he was playing the Saints, who got a very good defense, but he played the Bucks too. And it's just from looking at it, he looked like a that guy. That game I was surprised at, though. I thought it was going to be a much closer game than I than the way I thought, but it was a disaster. That game was awful. Yeah, it was, it was really – the thing that shocked me, I knew that this – I actually picked the Saints to win the game. I know Aaron's a big uh, Packer fan, but I did pick the Saints to win just because they have a very good team already. Them adding Winston, I felt, was going to be a, a big lift for them. So I did think the, the Saints were going to win the game. The biggest surprise to me was how lackluster Aaron Rodgers played. Is it just uh, me looking too much into it, or do you think he acted like a guy who didn't want to be there? 
He didn't want to be there. Physically, he was there. Mentally, he was not. I'm glad you said that, Lou, because I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, it's one thing to throw some bad throws or what have you, and, you know, it happens. But it just, it, I just got the impression from him that he, the man just simply didn't care. He didn't care. He wanted, like you said, to your point, Lou, he didn't want to be there, and plus he didn't care. I mean, the man just didn't care. So my question to you would be, let's say I'm, I'm expecting him, Aaron, to have a very good return second game because he has played Detroit. Traditionally, he does very well against Detroit. Let's say he doesn't do so hot on week two. If you're the Packers, what do you do next? Yeah, that well, that we had has to remain to be seen. We we can't really say right now. Yeah, I'm very curious to see what happens on the game. You've got a good point there. It's just oh my. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I I definitely think he's gonna play better. He's, you know, his competition isn't as good as the Saints, that's for sure. But if he doesn't play well, it, it would it would beg to to see what what the the Packers going to do because they did play love towards the end of the game. So I'm curious to see what they do in Green Bay if he doesn't do stellar in game two. Because as you mentioned, you don't want to go down 0-4. If the Packers lose a second game, that's 0-2, and you're, you're starting to run out of time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking of that, your Jets are going to be playing the Panthers. Who do you think is going to win that game? Oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. They're playing. I beg your pardon. That was last week. The, the last Jets. Week. Yeah, that was last week. My bad. They're playing the Patriots. I beg your pardon. They're playing the Patriots. Who do you think is going to win this? Patriots are not the same team as they once were. I think the Jets have a chance to win this. I agree with you. I agree with you, Lou. I, 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 that's one of the picks that I, I'm not. 100% sure that, you know, Aaron has them as a definite win, the Patriots, but I'm not so sure if, if they're going to definitely beat the Jets. The Jets are actually playing really well. They didn't play so bad last year, and they played the, the Patriots very well last year, yeah. too. And I feel that the team got better. So I, I agree with you. I think the Jets could sneak a win. What do you think? I do. And they could have won last week as well. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. So based on what you saw in the Jets, are you encouraged? I am encouraged. Wow. Wow, that's great. That's that's awesome. You know, they they, uh, got a new coach, new fresh start. I thought the team was actually not as bad as the team was last year, too. So you're right. I am encouraged about the Jets. So if you had a pick, who do you think is going to win? You're saying the Jets going to definitely win the Patriots against the Patriots. I think the Jets can win it. Yeah, I think I may have to go with on that one too. I think the Jets. I like the Jets' chances in that game. I really do. I think the Jets could sneak a game right there. And you know the the Dolphins beat them. I think the Dolphins got a very good team, but I also do think the Jets are hungry, and this is an opportunity for them. And they, they can go one one, which is not bad to start a season. It's not bad at all. 
if they start yeah. one and one, that would be yeah. a that be an improvement from last year. Yeah, especially beating a good team like the Patriots. I think so. The Patriots have traditionally had the Jets number. They you were a the good Patriots. team, and you know, and I think they did the right thing by getting rid of Newton. Because you know Newton was no is no Brady, so uh, you know, yeah. I, and Belichick wasn't going to sell for anything less than that. So I think the right one was by by uh, by, yeah. by uh, dumping uh, Cam. Yeah, yeah, definitely that was a good move by by moving on with Cam. I, I thought they would at least give Cam, you know, maybe three to four starts, see how he does. Did make the change. I was, I would have to say, I was a little surprised they made it before the season, just because, you know, Cam has now been a year with that same team. Things could change. I thought they were going to give at least three to four games, maybe five, and then make a yeah. change. I, would think, I didn't think they were going to start the year with Mac Jones. No, I was just a little surprised on the timing more than anything, but. I, I think it's, you know, it, they did say Cam didn't look so good in training camp. He didn't put the work in as far as learning the playbook. So, you know, I think it's a good – and I do think it's a good thing. I do agree with Cam. Cam did say after the fact that he felt as if the team, you know, they, they cut him because they didn't want him to be a distraction for Mac Jones. And I actually would have to agree with Cam Newton on that, that – you probably didn't want to have Mac Jones starting and Cam sitting on the bench and then have this guy worried every single play if he's going to get swapped out. So from a, a sense of confidence, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Yes. And um, I wanted to get your take on this. The Rays are in first place, but yet I did see an ad <laughs> – I did see an ad that kept popping up on Facebook that they were offering tickets for ten dollars to go. I know it wasn't going to be; it's probably be. Well, when you think, well, I mean, because you know nobody even goes to those games, even they're in first place. I mean, they do well, but yet nobody seems to want to go. Like maybe they hire these uh, cheapskate tickets that maybe more will uh, actually go. that the Rays are are eight and a half games in front. They, they the next team that's close to them is the Blue Jays and the Red Sox who are tied, and they both are eight and a half games behind, and the Yankees are nine games behind. So they're going to run away yeah. with this. Division. They have they got ninety one wins. It's a slam dunk, and it's just surprising that. That they're offering tickets to town. I'm actually going to tomorrow's game against Detroit. They're playing Detroit tomorrow, and I'm going to go. I'm going to be at the game tomorrow, support the Rays. But it's just, it's just, it's disappointing. I mean, I know that people always said in the beginning that if the Rays were competitive, fans come out. They've been competitive now for the last few years. My thought is they need to come back and bring back maybe the concert series and bring back some artists in there that will have an after-game, after-the-game concert. I mean, you don't have to do as yeah. many, but I think I think those are very good to attract fans. Go back to the concert series. 
And speaking of that, what do you got cooking for your show? Oh, there's a lot going on. We're going to cover this, uh, US, the finals of the U.S. Open Golf Championship that happened. Uh, we got boxing to take care of. Uh, we'll tackle the Hall of Fame uh, basketball that just got inducted uh, last week. We'll cover uh, baseball with the parent races, college football, uh, pro football. So there's a lot to cover. Number is 512-543-4662 at around 5 to 7 East Coast time. Oh, yes, that's great. Yep, we got a big show there, a lot of things going on. So, yeah, that's Saturday, hope so. 5 and 7, Eastern Standard Time Zone, 512-543-4662. Yeah. It's 512-543-4662. Yeah, so a lot of great things that are happening. And uh, speaking of that, I did want to get your input on, on the Ryder Cup. Do you think the USA has a chance to win that? With Deshambo and Kapka on the same team, I don't know. I mean, if those two can stop from killing each other, I I, I don't know. Unless you get a restraining, unless you get a restraining order against them. Ugh. Yeah, I was surprised. That these they, two don't like each other. So you think that chemistry? I know that dynamic is going to mess up the team. You think? Oh yeah. I, mean, I, yeah, think, I think these two are going. I think these two are going to go at each other with, with, a, with their five irons. Oof. <laughs> these two it, it, don't like each other at all. Yeah, it's it's really disappointing that you have that type yeah. of conflict. But I, I I would agree with you on that too. That you know when you're playing golf, golf is a game that you need to be mentally focused. And you have to be comfortable with the people you're playing with because I've, I've been in playing golf and I haven't been playing a long time, but I've been playing long enough to know that the person or people that you're paired up with, if you don't get along with them or you don't enjoy their company, it affects your game. It, 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 it's different than other sports where you can kind of block it out, but you have to be yeah. with the person for so long, it gets awkward. You know, it just gets awkward, yeah. and especially something like the Ryder Cup. You want to be comfortable with everybody. You want to know everybody's strengths and weaknesses. And I was really surprised that he put Brooks in there. Did you think they should have just stuck with? He said he was gonna. It's, it, the other day, it sounded like he was gonna go with Patrick Reed. Right. And then, I guess, and then Byron. Uh, and then Brooks said his risk is good, good to go. And then all of a sudden, he's back in it. But I agree with you. I would. I thought. I thought it would have been a good opportunity for Patrick Reed to get in there and you won't have to deal with this chemistry issue and for Brooks to heal up a bit more. Do you think it was just... What chemistry? Yeah, I know. They don't have any. Yeah, I mean, but see, what Bryson and Brooks is just such a distraction. I just think... I think it sounded to me like Brooks was calling a shot more than more than the captain was calling a shot. Yeah, I think you're right about that. So, so you, so USA is not winning that that Ryder Cup. You think that? <sighs> not to keep up like that, they won't. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's unfortunate. It's I mean, ugly. It's, 
Yeah, it's tough that they, they don't get along. They have to play. But it it should be uh should be interesting to see. You know, it's it's in a nutshell, what would you say about the golf uh, year so far? I mean, what do you what are your thoughts on the golf season? Well, I was glad Nicholson, you know, won a major, so I was that's good. Although he hasn't had much of a good year, you know, since then. So it's been disappointing. I mean, Tiger, you know, with his injury and the not knowing who he was, it hasn't been really that much of a great golf year, you know, for the most part. Yeah, I, I would say so. You didn't have the big, big splash. The good thing no. is at least fans are back. They're back, which is good because the prior year they didn't have that. And then, you know, there has been some great golf, though, instead of Tiger being out there. You know, it's it's just that. I mean, John Rahm has been playing great. And Patty Ice has been playing great. But, yeah, it's encouraging, though, that Tiger did say that he feels as if once he does finish his rehab, that there's a good opportunity to play again. So at least that's encouraging. Maybe not, you know, definitely not this year, but I would say, you know, if I'm Tiger, take your time to get ready. You know, don't rush, don't rush back. And, you know, take it, take it easy. Do you think he could win another Masters? I wouldn't play out of it. You know, I mean, we're talking Tiger here. I mean, a lot of people are not giving much credit to come back, but uh, he will be back. Yeah, that's right. He will be back. And I definitely do think he could win some more major tournaments. I definitely do think he needs to make some adjustments. Yeah, yeah. When he does come back, I would recommend that he doesn't do any more than one or two tournaments a month. And that's it. One, possibly two. And And that's it. No more than that. No more than one tournament a month or two. Right. That's it. You know, and he's got to be he's got to stick to that. And uh, if he cut back his his uh, appearances, I think he can. You know, he just has to have a goal of winning one major tournament a year, and that's it. You know, you got to be realistic. Try to get one per year, and then you can get Jack. One per year. Yes. That's a good year. But yeah, I'm I mean, you know, you know, time might be uh, catching up with him, but I think he's, I think it's still, you know, win at least one major. Yeah, I think so, definitely. I think if he has, if if he takes it easy, he's got to do load management, you know, type of thing. One or two tournaments a year, I mean, one or two tournaments max a month. I'm sorry, and he doesn't overdo it. He can have a goal of one per year and, you know, get within a time frame of four or five years, get jacked. I mean, you know, that's what you need to do. you got to set realistic goals. And I don't think you should try to win two or three in a year. I don't think that's um, – Not anymore. Not anymore, you're right. I mean, the guys nowadays, if you're not shooting in the mid-60s, even low 60s, to be honest with you. But I think if you're in the, in the mid-60s, you might have a chance being Tiger, guys won't get nervous or what have you. But you got to be in the 60s. you got to be in the low 60s to really compete against these guys. These guys can really play. Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, you gotta you got to shoot some great golf. I mean, you got to hit a lot of birdies and, and hopefully get a couple of eagles in there. But, you know, golf, you know, guys nowadays, 70s are not going to cut it. Maybe in a day, I mean, you could have 70s in a day of a four-day tournament, but if that's your regular score over the four days, no. It's not going to do it, even the low 70s. That's associated with what these guys are doing. But yeah, we're, you know, Tiger's back, so we, you know, we'll see what happens, you know, with him coming back. But I'm excited about your show. I'm really excited. Five to seven, Eastern Standard Time Zone. The Enhanced Sports Eastern Show. Time. Eastern Standard Time Zone. Enhanced Sports Show, and he's got some great topics there. Lou is definitely going to entertain you. You know, tomorrow, since I am going to be at the Rays game, I will not unfortunately be able to call in. I'm tied up with the Rays. Tomorrow, I, I did commit to going to the Rays game. My uh, my son's school was offering tickets at a discounted rate, supports the PTA and the school, as well as get a chance to go to support the Rays. So it was a win-win all the way around. I had to take advantage. So tomorrow, the game's at 4 o'clock. So I will not, unfortunately, be able to call in tomorrow. But that doesn't stop you guys from calling in and show. Definitely call in to support Lou. Again, that phone number is 512-543-4662. 512-543-4662. Support Lou and his show tomorrow. He needs he needs your help. He definitely has a lot of great topics. Anything else you want to share with the great listeners tonight? No, just, you know, if you have the time to call in, uh, just do it. I mean, we got a lot to do. Um, but you know, if you do, I mean, all topics are welcome. So if you got anything, just bring it to the table. But uh, due to the length of topics that we have, uh, just to keep it um, brief. That's all. Yep, and then keep it brief. And, he, and he's also going to go over the picks too. I'm sure he'll do that. But, uh, oh yeah. Definitely a great show. You know, I I called in uh, a couple weeks ago, not the last Saturday, Saturday before. It's going to yes. be a great time for you guys. But definitely, I, I appreciate you giving us a call in tonight, Lou. Always a great pleasure to have you on our show. Always uh, fantastic. Really, drastically appreciate you. And uh, definitely look forward to hearing from you real soon. I'll try to do my best to give you a call in the following week. All right. Thanks a lot. Oh, you're very welcome. You have a great evening. Great guy, Lou. Definitely appreciate Lou on the Head Sports Show. Give us a call in tonight. You're welcome to call in too. And always appreciate Lou. But you're welcome to call in and discuss a topic of your choice as well, or if you want to discuss some of the topics we've been discussing already. Again, the phone number is 516 418 5572. So a lot of great things happening. So I got the Rays game tomorrow in the afternoon. I also have a golf tournament that I'm going to in the morning. So I'm pulling a two a day tomorrow. You know, I definitely aim to please. And, you know, it's great that you know a lot of great people in the community, both in school and out of school, because you get a lot of great events that pop up that people like to see you there. But tomorrow I'm pulling a two-a-day. I have a, a golf tournament early in the morning, 
I'm going to probably cut out right after lunch and then swing on by to the Rays, which is uh, one is one end of the town and all the way to the other end of the town. So wish me luck on getting there on time. I definitely will make the golf tournament on time because that starts at uh, 8 o'clock, registration at 7. But I wanted to give you guys an opportunity to show up too. They can use your support. It's the second annual Hispanic Heritage and Cultural Golf Tournament. And it's tomorrow from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, the registration starts at 7. So if you're going to play, it starts, I would get there at 7 o'clock. This way you don't have to rush. You'll have a chance to have breakfast, lunch is included. You'll have greed fees and a cart. The fee for player is $100 per player. Again, it's a community event to help out support LULAC, the League of United Latin American Citizens Council of Central Florida. So it is supporting that organization. And definitely wanted to give a a big shout out to the founder and chairperson, and his name is Mr. Ray Pena. So definitely support him at the event. Ray Pena is that, and also who is helping organize it is and also one of my good friends, Larry Mitchell. So if you want some more information, feel free to reach out to Ray. Mention you heard about it on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Phone number is 863-738-9800. And it's 863-738-9800. The event will be taking place at Huntington Hills Golf and Country Club. Huntington Hills Golf and Country Club. Phone number there. And uh, you have the phone number and the addresses that say, 2626 Duff Road in Lakewood, Florida. 2626 Duff Road, Lakewood, Florida. Huntington Hills Golf Course. I will be there. A lot of great people from the community will be there. You'll get a chance to meet a lot of fantastic people. And a lot of community leaders will be there. And again, the cost is $100 per person. They do have last-minute sponsorships if you're available to do that, too. So check in with them. I'll be there tomorrow, and I'll also be at the Rays game at 4 o'clock. So big day for me tomorrow. And then (laughs) I just pray and hope that it doesn't rain this weekend, and I definitely pray and hope it doesn't rain on Monday because if golf tournaments do not stop on Monday, I should uh, have an opportunity you get a chance to hit us on the Alan Aaron Sports Operator Show, give you a little little hint. I should be able to play with Derek Brooks and his friends, a celebrity golf tournament, and that's on Monday in Pensacola. That event has been sold out, and it has been sold out now for, I would say, at least I've known about it being sold out for about a month and a half. It could have been sold out prior to that, but that's why the early bird gets the worm. Early bird gets the worm because uh, I had purchased my reservation of tickets well in advance to Derek Brook Charities, and I'm glad I did because it sold out. The event was actually supposed to be the first Monday of this month, but it got delayed because of 
Hurricane Ida that came in the area of Pensacola and New Orleans. So it got, you know, bumped back to Monday, this Monday, the 20th. So I'm hoping it, it goes through this time. All things looking positive for it to, to be uh, in effect. You can uh, follow us on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show on Facebook and also iHeartRadio. Definitely I will post pictures of tomorrow's event with the tournament, the golf tournament. And I'm going to Lakeland. I'll post pictures of the, the Rays game. And I definitely will post pictures and give you full insight on how it is to play in a celebrity golf tournament. I have actually never actually played in a celebrity golf tournament. I've been to a lot of golf tournaments, but never a celebrity golf tournament. So it's going to be a first thing for me. I'm going to take a lot of pictures, try to do some video. Hopefully uh, we get some great content to, to put that up there for you guys too. So it should be great times. And let me know your thoughts on it too. You know, get a chance to, to see myself and, and the celebrity to see we're, I'm supposed to be playing one hole with, with a celebrity. I try to see if I get some intel on who that might be, but the organizer <laughs> has not let me know that. <laughs> but I, I, that's probably a good thing. I'll find out first thing on Monday. But the event is in Pensacola, so I'm going to be driving down to Pensacola. It is going to be a long little drive, but well worth it. And definitely I'm looking forward to that. So that's Derek Brooks. Definitely an event. You can look at Derek Brooks' website for other events that he has. And it should be a great time. They, <laughs> they were like, hey, we did notice that you live in Brandon. You do understand it's not Tampa that this event is at. It's in Pensacola. But also don't know one is from one end of the state to the other end, which is about six hours away. And I did tell him, yes, I did know it was in Pensacola. I was aware of that. I know it was a long drive, but, hey, it's going to be a great time. I don't mind driving for golf and having a great time helping out helping out a, an organization. I'm a sucker for <laughs> help out charitable events. I definitely and also for golf and having a great time. So, it, you know, Derek does have an event in Tampa as well. So if everything works stuff out, who knows? I might be able to try to see if I can make that one too. But I will be to the Derek Brooks event, come down and support us, you know, by checking out the video and our content. Having said that, that's going to be some great fun. I did want to also mention here a couple of, I guess, bad news. <clears throat> Definitely uh, want to say our sincere condolences and prayers go out to Brennan Fanny, Colt Brennan. He was a great quarterback, a Heisman Trophy finalist, and unfortunately, there was a, a passing of him today. So I'm sorry to, to mention that, but definitely a Colt Brennan. And his family, our sincere condolences and prayers go out to you from the Allen and Aaron Sports Up Radio Show. In fact, we're going to have a moment of silence in your memory. That's for Colt Brennan, 
I did want to say my prayers also. This is not a, this is just kind of like a, Joe McCoy has had some rough luck the last two seasons. He's had unfortunate injuries that have cost him the entire year last year. And unfortunately, that is the case again this year. He did suffer a pretty bad leg injury on Monday night, that amazing game where the loss the Las Vegas Raiders and came back and beat they came all the way back and beat the Ravens with no easy task. We got Lamar Jackson and solid defense, but they did just that. Colt uh Gerald McCoy was injured in that game. People feared it was pretty serious and unfortunately it was. So we want to say our prayers to Gerald McCoy and you know he's not too happy about that. But we're gonna try to reach out to Gerald McCoy and see if he'd be interested in becoming a guest on our show, hear how he's doing, lift up his spirits, he'll lift up our show, so it'd be a win-win. Expect us to reach out to Del McCoy to have him as a guest on our show, and definitely want to say our prayers to him on his season. Unfortunately, from what I've seen here, pretty serious injury, and he's scheduled, they said, not to return for this year. So, John McCoy, keep your head up. We're praying for you here at the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. So, definitely. I did want to go ahead and give some props to some things that did happen positively this week. So, one thing that uh, you love to see is uh, NFL is back. and such a great week one. Really competitive games and a lot of fun. A lot of great things happen in the NFL. So one thing, uh, we'll circle back and I'll tell you about the picks a bit later towards the end of the show. And uh, one of the things that was kind of bizarre in the <laughs> Major League Baseball was the umpire asked the entire grounds crew to leave. And he said, okay, with the infield being in, he felt as if it was just a distraction, I guess, for them to be standing right there by the tarp. But to me, that is just an abuse of power, if you ask me. Throwing out the entire ground screw because you have to, because the guys might see you. I mean, you got fans in the stands now. We're not, this is not the year prior where there's no fans in the stands. You might make a case for it then, but hey, the grounds crew are there for a reason. As soon as the field gets wet, it starts to downpour, which it was forecasted to downpour. They were on their side getting ready to move the tarp. Now, if you did think they were going to be they were a little too rowdy or what have you, they move around too much, you could have just said that. I don't feel as if you should have thrown the whole grounds crew out. And it make matters worse, just as they predicted, downpour downfall and rain came 10 minutes after you kicked them out. This is one of the problems that I have with Major League Baseball is that sometimes the umpires feel as if, you know, they run in the show. And the thing about the umpire, which kind of sucks for being an umpire, is that you're supposed to be known only for the guys who are balls and strikes, safe or out, 
and the players are the ones that are supposed to get all the stardom. If you're the story and that's the case, there's something usually wrong with that. And this this is the case in, in an umpire removing the grounds crew. I felt it was this abuse of power. It was nonsense. And you need the grounds crew there for a reason. Those guys, all those guys do a heck of a job keeping the field up to par. I know the younger kids sometimes, but hey, these guys are on the field. They're doing a job. It's not like they're fooling around there all day long. They got to be the ones that get rained on when the tarp gets put on. You know, they don't have umbrellas out there. They get soaked. So you know what? If they, it is what it is. I thought that was absolutely ridiculous to throw the entire grounds crew out. But that's what it was done in Major League Baseball. And uh, I did want to discuss a couple things in boxing. We got a, a big, big fight that's coming up. A couple of, well, actually a few fights that are coming up that are pretty big. Allegedly, what's happening is that <laughs> Crawford is supposed to fight, but Crawford is supposed to fight Sean Porter in November. I am highly skeptical that this fight could go through, and it's not because of Sean Porter. It's because of Bud Crawford. You know, this is a guy to be Bud Crawford that will do anything and everything he can in his power to avoid fighting quality opponents. He will do everything in his power. That's the reason why I'm very skeptical that this is actually going to go through and he's going to fight somebody who's in the top five in the welterweight division Sean Porter, come November. I know that the, the deal is signed and it's ready to go, but you know what? I don't believe it until I see it because this guy, Bud Crawford, to me, has been an absolute dismal of a pro career. I mean, you're talking about letting fear overtake you in life. This guy lets fear of fighting somebody who's qualified to beat him overshadowed and overtaken in life. You know, he, he missed the golden opportunity. He even admitted it in his tweets that he should have fought Pacquiao because Pacquiao was kind of a shell of himself his last fight. He had the leg cramps. And if Crawford was fighting him, he would have had a much better opportunity to beat him, which I would agree. You know, it's a lot easier to hit a, a target and stand still than somebody's moving around. Pacquiao, one of his big strengths is his leg and his movement, his angles. He wasn't able to do that at all. When you don't move and you don't use those angles, you lose your competitive advantage. In sports, whether it's Pacquiao or another sport, you become very beatable. And, yes, Pacquiao that night was very beatable. The problem here is when you let the fear of failure overtake you to the point where it cripples you, you miss out on these opportunities. And to me, not only do you let the fear overtake you for fighting Pacquiao, you let the fear of failure overtake you for the last three to five years fighting a lot of people that you could have fought and a lot of opportunities that could have made you a lot of money, could have put you at a higher status as far as your win percentage, as far as, I know you're, you're undefeated, but People don't think you're that great of a fighter because you haven't fought anybody credible. And I would have to agree with them. 
you haven't fought anybody in the top five until allegedly you're fighting Sean Porter. But I am very skeptical about this. I don't. I believe Bud Crawford is going to find a way to back out like he usually always does, and this fight's not going to go through. I know Sean Porter's not, unless it's something really major, but I think Bud Crawford to me is just all hype. He's a very good fighter, very talented, but he's way overrated in my opinion. You got to fight people in the top five. You got to earn people's respect. You can't keep talking and fighting on Twitter. Okay, you don't win fights and you don't win respect with talking on Twitter. You know, I saw a clip about two or three weeks ago where a man ran a bunch of stairs and it might, might have been the Great Wall of China or Japan, but there had to be thousands of steps. There's no way I'm going up all those stairs just to fight on Twitter. And when I see this, the fight, uh, and it's going to really happen, I'll predict the winner when you get close to it. But for now, I'll believe it when I see it. There's another big fight that's happening, on, and that's going to be that's going to be Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder, and that fight's coming up real soon. And now that it's getting close. Hopefully there's no setbacks again because this, this fight was bumped a few times. I I do predict, believe it or not, I did have Tyson Fury winning the fight had it not got delayed back in August. But a lot could change in the next in two, two and a half months, almost three months. I do feel as if Deontay Wilder has gotten better. And I I do feel as if the delay, now two delays, worked in Deontay Wilder's favor. So this fight, I do believe Deontay Wilder is going to win. And it might sound surprising to a lot of folks, but Tyson Fury is a very good fighter. He's a better technical fighter than Wilder. But when you're fighting someone or you're doing something athletically against somebody who's better than you, more gifted than you, when you give them more time, you give the other person an opportunity to learn two or three techniques that will make it a big difference in a fight. And that's what I do think. I think if they fought back in August, Deontay would not have had that extra time to learn two or three or four wrinkles. Now that so much time has passed, he's got a great trainer. I do believe you're going to see a difference Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder in the second fight was really just throwing a bunch of wild shots. He was really wild with it. It's the first fight that it was, he was really wild in the first fight, a lot of wild shots. The second fight, I felt as if he didn't do as well as he did in the first fight, really because he didn't have his guard up too well, and he just didn't come in the ring fresh. But I do think this is going to be an opportunity where Deontay Wilder is going to show a different Deontay Wilder. I don't think it's going to be the same as Tyson Fury would say, a one-trick pony. I don't think I don't think he's going to come in with a shot of – he's going to do his thing and try to knock you out. But I do think in boxing, the setup is going to be a lot better. You know, I think he's going to use his angles. 
His body clutches. I think his guard's going to be up better. Tyson Fury is still better. I don't think he's going to be a rapid change. I think he's going to have to read five or because you let so much time go by where now he has more opportunity to learn more. And I think I think Deontay Wilder is going to win this fight. I really do. I think Deontay Wilder is going to erase the memory of those losses and redeem himself. So I have Deontay Wilder winning the trilogy fight. And with uh, the fight, hopefully we'll get an opportunity to give you more insight on that. Uh, we are we did submit to get full media passes from Top Rank. They've been a great company and great uh, to do uh, to deal with. They let us in a lot of press conferences, so hopefully we get a chance to to go to that fight as well and give you some insight here on the Island and Aaron Sports Up Radio Show behind the scenes insight and definitely let you know what's going on in the boxing world. Also, I wanted to let you guys know the picks, the picks. Let's go ahead and discuss those picks. Yes, so we're going to go ahead and go with the picks. was <laughs> I won last week. I went up going uh, nine wins, uh, nine for seven. So I got that. So I, I ended up winning last week. And Aaron did the exact opposite. He went seven wins, nine losses. But, it's you know, it's a long season. Can't pat yourself on the back too much. But I will take a, I'll take a win in the win. Very proud of that. And now we're going to go over the picks for week two. Uh, we did both pick Washington. Washington did win their game. And uh, they did win against the Giants. We just talked about that. So the Washington Football Club did win. And me and Aaron are so far tied for this week, one and one. So we have, in week two, we have the Bengals. Going against the Bears. Uh, this is a tough matchup. Uh, this is a tough matchup. Really be because the Bears have actually a pretty good team. The Bengals did do uh, have a very good first game too. It should be. It's, this should be a, an interesting game. It's just a, that is actually a, a tougher pick. I would have to say. Let me just see here how things are going to shape itself out with the the attendance of, of some of the players. And just so you know, I do have a break of news here. Let me go ahead and... Yeah, the break of news is Josh Jacobs has been ruled out for week two. So that does change things for the pick that I would have normally picked on that game. I am going with the Bengals on that pick. I'm going with the Bengals to go ahead and beat the Bears. 
Let me just double check it here. But yeah, yeah, I have the Bengals beating the Bears. Josh Jacobs did look, it doesn't surprise me he's going to be out. He did look banged up in the first game. So it's not a shock there. Aaron did choose the Bengals too. I have the Bengals also. I have the Bengals winning against the Bears. So the next game we have is the Texans versus the Browns. Uh, this is the Texans. You know, definitely uh, they didn't use much of Derrick Henry in the first game, which is surprising. Uh, but uh, I'm sorry, they didn't. They didn't. Uh, they won the first game. The Texas Titans. I had the Tennessee mess, uh, mixed up, but the Texans are doing actually very good. They started off one and zero. You know, Deshaun Watson is not going to be playing at least for now. We don't know what his situation is. But the Browns, they did lose their game against Kansas City. It was a, a tough fought match, but I do think the Browns are going to come back, and I do think. Uh, the Browns are going to win against Texas, so I have the, the Browns beating the Texans. That is also Aaron's pick as well. I promise you all our picks won't be the same. Then we have uh, the Rams versus the Colts. It's a very good game, a very, very good game indeed. I do have the Rams winning against the Colts. The reason being really is defense. They have Aaron Donald back there. You didn't have, you know, they kept him in check. It game one, but I don't think that's going to happen too often. So he'll be a factor. The Rams actually look very good as a team. And I have a Matt Stafford back there. So I got the Rams winning as well. And I do see that Aaron has the Rams as well. We have the Bills versus the Dolphins. The Bills did lose against the Steelers. This is a tough match because um, – the Bills did look a little lethargic. I know the Steelers have a good defense, but the Dolphins also do have a very good defense, too. So that is that is going to be a tough pick. But I do believe at the end of the day, the Bills will prevail and get their first win against the Dolphins. So I have the, I have the Bills beating the Dolphins, and so does Aaron. He has a same pick, too. And then we talked about this earlier today. The Patriots versus the Jets. Patriots versus the Jets. And Lou did uh, did think the Jets will win this game. Aaron doesn't think so. Aaron picked the Patriots to win. I, I'm going to go with Lou. I got the Jets winning against the Patriots. I know that the Patriots did have a very good game. They did lose a very close game to the Dolphins. But I feel as if the Jets are, are getting better and better. They did against well against the Patriots when they did have when they did have Cam Newton back there, and I think they're going to do well against them this time around. I got the Jets beating the Patriots. Aaron again has the Patriots. Then we have the 49ers and the Eagles, and the 49ers did did play uh, like they're starting like they are the championship team, not championship team, but the Super Bowl. Petty team, so I I do have the 49ers beating the Eagles. I know one of my good friends <laughs> is a huge Eagles fan, 
And I know he's not likely to hear that, but the, the 49ers are a very good team. They're starting to look like how they used to look. So I have the 49ers beating the Eagles. That is also what Aaron has, but we did agree on that. We have the Raiders versus the Steelers. And, you know, the Raiders are actually a very good team. They're a very good team. And I just uh, I, I just think that uh, that's a tough, tough game. But I'm going to go with the Raiders to win. I'm going to go to the Raiders over the Steelers to win. Uh, I, I did see that uh, Aaron did pick the Steelers. I, I have the Raiders winning. I think they're going to bring the record of 2-0. And I think uh, the field is going to end up leaving this game tied one and one. We have the Broncos versus the Jaguars. And I, I just think uh, this is a tough, tough game, but I do think the Broncos have a very good running game. They have a pretty good team. I think the Jaguars are going to make strides, but I just don't think it's going to make that quick of a stride that quick. The Broncos beat the Jaguars, and I did notice that Aaron has the Jaguars. He has the Jaguars. I, I have the Broncos winning that game. So we're moving right along. We have the Vikings against the Cardinals, and this is a tough matchup. Vikings did lose the first game. Cardinals did win. The Cardinals are looking very good. Defense is stepping up as well as the offense. So I got the Cardinals winning. So does Aaron. I agree with him on that. I had the Cardinals winning that game. We had the Falcons against the Buccaneers. And this one, you don't even have to ask me. But I will tell you anyway, Aaron has the Buccaneers, and I had the Buccaneers too, winning against the Falcons. We have the Cowboys against the Chargers. And the Cowboys... Did win their first game against the Bucks. Now they're they're playing the Chargers. I I got the Chargers to win in this game. I don't think the Cowboys. I think they were really pumped up to win against the Bucks, but I don't think they're going to be as pumped up to win against the Chargers. I got the Chargers winning this game. Chargers are actually a very good team. Then we have the Titans versus the Seahawks. This is a tough matchup here, but uh, it is a tough game. I, I got – man, that's a tough game. I, I just feel as if Derrick Henry didn't get started. I was telling you earlier, the first game, I do think he's going to get the motor running against the Seahawks. And I know Russell Wilson is the man, but I do think the Titans are going to take their business and they're gonna beat they're gonna beat the Seahawks. Aaron has the Seahawks in this game. I got the Titans winning. Then we have the Chiefs versus the Ravens. Another very good game. Aaron has the Chiefs. I do also have the Chiefs in this game too. I just think that the offense of the Chiefs are just a too much to deal with. I mean, the Raiders. I'm sorry, the Ravens. They struggle defensively against the Raiders, and I just feel as if the Chiefs are juggernauts, even bigger juggernauts. 
or the offensive side of the ball. So I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But at the end, I do have the Chiefs winning the game, just like Aaron. Aaron has the Chiefs, too. And then we have the Lions versus the Packers. Lions versus the Packers. This is a tough pick. This is a tough pick because Aaron usually does do well against the Packers, uh, against the Lions, as I was telling you earlier. But it's a tough pick because you don't know. It's to be told how he's going to show up or the type of attitude he's going to have. We still have that, I want to get traded and try to burn down the whole house. So Aaron has the Packers, of course, as his team. You know, if the Lions had a bit more, I would say, civility, I would have chose Lions, but their their record, you know, the history that they have, I think Aaron is going to have a lot of heat if he doesn't play well. So I think the, the Packers are going to, I'm going to go with the Packers on this one, too. So those are the picks for week two. Let's hope that uh, those picks are great. Again, it's just for informational purposes, just for fun. Do not bet on our picks. I don't want you guys losing money over it. I just want you guys to have fun. This is just for entertainment only. If you lose money, do not call me, and definitely don't call Aaron, because we're telling you right now, don't bet on us. So, those are the picks for week number two. Should be a great week of football. Should be a great weekend here. And definitely looking forward to the golf tournament and the race tomorrow. Best wishes to my son. Football game tomorrow as well in the morning while I'm playing golf. So best of wishes to my son's football team and the football game. I hope they get W on that one. And I did want to go ahead and give a shout-out to All Pro Dad. <laughs> Definitely uh, the team captain for All Pro Dad. It's all volunteer work. We have a, a big, big event coming up in October. I'll give you more details on that later. I want to spoil that right now, but definitely big shout out to All Pro Dad. If you are not a member of All Pro Dad, you are missing out on a world of stuff. It is great information for you to go ahead and sign up. Let them know that you heard about us in the Allen and Aaron Sports Radio Show. But go to their website, All Pro Dad. Very straightforward. Sign up for the email and play of the day, and you get to learn how to be a better dad. You know, it's, you know, being a great dad is, is not a destination, it's a journey. And a little bit, just take it one step at a time. So it's not for perfection you're after. You're looking for effort. So give it your all. And definitely sign up for All Pro Dad. I'm looking forward to the event I have coming up in October. Give you guys some insight on that. And definitely, if you haven't done so already, please follow us on iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook, and it'll be Alan and Aaron's Sports Talk Radio Show. Appreciate all the opportunities we coming in. Appreciate you guys, the listeners, the fans. Really appreciate Lou calling in today. Definitely, uh, he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. Lou is the GOAT. Love that guy. And definitely love you guys, too, for listening. You uh, motivate us. 
and on behalf of Aaron, my name is Alan. It's the Alan and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. We're going to help that you guys have a safe and a great weekend and a great week. We will be back on Friday night, Eastern Standard Time Zone, Friday evening at 930 to give you some more insight. Let me leave you guys with the phone number so you can store that number, call in, just like Lou or any of our guests in the past, 516-418-5572. It is 516-418-5572. Definitely hope you guys have a, a fantastic weekend. It's been great having you on today. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed, blessed night and weekend. Thank you for listening to the Evan Aaron's Post Talk Podcast. <laughs> Subscribe and check us out on your favorite social media platform. Thank you. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.